0: now
1: <laughs> i want you to just watch the first uh, 30 uh-huh. seconds of what i just sent you all right
0: i I've watched 30
1: seconds <laughs> do you want my play-by-play i mean maybe nobody's gonna be watching it with us but just some some kind of a reaction because it started I jesus not, christ it's so i couldn't loud. believe my eyes <laughs>
0: No Oh my god oh, The music gotta <laughs> go fast Oh god Oh my god <laughs> oh, The music <laughs> No Just
1: It just gets oh, worse all right. all right. I stopped I was 48 seconds in 48 seconds. Oh I... man, you just missed it. Go like 10 seconds more. Okay, alright. Hitting play. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no! <laughs> <laughs> no! You can't even believe it. It's like it gets worse every few seconds. Oh. Holy Jesus! Okay, you can stop if you want. but... <laughs> isn't that terrible? Oh, this isn't—is this real? They make a predator, uh, the child oh. predator joke at the end too. Oh God! At the end of the trailer, sure. this guy's like carrying a duffel bag, and Sonic's in it, and people are like, "What's in the bag?" And he's like, "It's a child." And they're like, "Is that your child?" And he's Ugh. like, "No, it's not my child." Oh. It's definitely not my child. And then people like start backing away, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Whoa! I had to show you that. Jeez, I'm (laughs) I'm blown away. I feel so so old. I got got good news for you. Uh, You have cancer now. (laughs) So, most rabbis, though, who know about him, immediately write dissenting letters and writs of excommunication and banishment from Jerusalem. Oh, wow. Um, but that didn't work on the other messiahs, you know? So, <laughs> sabotage is probably going to be Sabbath fine, you know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Welcome to We Talk About Dead People, a podcast where we pick dead people and talk about their lives. I'm your host, Aaron C., and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James D. Say hi, James. Hell,
0: hi! How's it going, everyone?
1: Do you want
0: to learn about some alphabets?
1: Yes, that was, the na- that was the noun that came out, and it somehow became plural. So, that was good. Okay. That was good. Let's, All right, let's go. Yeah. So, we hope to keep our listeners entertained and interested while we break down this character from the odd and exciting family that is humanity, is that? Uh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. The way this works is that James and I will do our amateurs best to give a basic account of the major events in the life of a now-dead person and give a fairly accurate depiction of their individual character, which is harder to do, but we're going to, of course, try anyway. So, James, who do we have this week? This week we have Sabbatai Zevi, the Jew who saved Christmas. You mean Jesus? Jesus invented Christmas. Like I said, he saved Christmas. He didn't invent it. Here's a question. If I'm the one doing all the research on this episode, how come you know so much about Sabotage Zevi? Because you wrote my lines, and you can make me say anything you want. Ah, well, this is interesting. Frog Hobbits, Waffle Water, Garbage Chair Nazis, Stupid
0: Wallaby, Holster, priestly booze nostrils, horrifying door wars, lord of the poor snore, spore drawer. The seashore beckons for more wild boar, matador,
1: trabador stores. It's troubadour, you fucking idiot. All right, I'm tired of this already. To the history lab.
0: A world of adventure. This is the tale of Sabatai Zevi,
1: a nearby rabbi guy who was purified, vilified, and qualified to drive a flyby pie and knew exactly why. I could use a little extra cocaine right now. So, James, tell me, mm-hmm. mm. if you had to cast, recast, let's say. Mm-hmm. If you had to recast any lead role in a movie with Jim Carrey, what lead role would that be?
0: Uh, Aragorn, Lord of the Rings. No no yes. question about it.
1: <laughs> well, the Lord of the Rings movies really suck ass. And <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking we put Jim Carrey in it and he, he makes up for what was first lost. More like the Hobbit movies. Some actually good films. I mean, I'm just trying to imagine him in the, in the role. I'm just trying to... One line. Just one line said by Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... What, what's the fucking thing he says in the bar? Strider says to the hobbits? Mr. Underhill? Something like that? I don't remember. Shit. Don't mind me. I'm <laughs> just sitting over here. <laughs> that was cut out, but... Uh... <clears throat> He's been stabbed with a Morgul blade. <laughs> it's it's uh, perfect. It's perfect. It would be perfect. The return of the king, baby. Yeah. You <laughs> bow to no one! <laughs> Gosh, I'm Carrying the role. God damn it. Oh, okay. No, I think I'd put him I think I'd put him in the lead of um of uh, of a uh, Blade Runner, but the nineteen eighties one. Yeah. He has no lines, he's just trying to look upset, which he's tried to do in a couple of movies now where he's trying to look, he's dramatic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but to see him in Blade Runner that would be top notch. Yeah, that's yes. that's a good that's a good choice. You yeah. And they could even put the monologues back in that they cut out. Oh, You'd be like I was once an android. Yes. It's real. <laughs> okay. I'm off my rocker this morning. Yeah, we both uh, are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so okay. should, should we move on? Should we get we, some we learning done? We should get yes. some learning. All right.
1: So com- com- tell, tell the computer. computer. Com- yeah. You, you, <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> computer, please bring up Sabatai Zevi. Affirmative, my lord. So tell me, Aaron, what is Sabatai Zevi best known for? Sabotage Evi is best known for being Jesus 2.0. Oh, shit. Except worse in oh. almost every single way. Oh. Okay, well. Yes. So I'm guessing he has a more abusive father? Um. Ooh. Oh, ooh. that was. Oh, oh, God. Oh. oh, shit. Can we say that on the air?
0: So, what does Sabotage Evi best
1: look like? <laughs> Well, I can't say much about his appearance, um, but according to this woodcut image, his Ah. diet consists of butter sandwiches and highly refined lard slurry. Mm. (laughs) Picture a bearded, sleepy man wearing a pillow on his head and pointing to a Bible. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to get real holy, real fast. This is the holiest man I've ever seen, although it looks like there's a sleeping possum on his head. Yeah. <laughs> or he's the sleeping postat. True, true. Okay. And I'm well. I'm exaggerating how fat he is. He just looks fat. A little bit. A little tubby. Look at his fingers, like sausages. His arms are oddly buff. Yes. Or or he has oddly buff arms. Yeah. But that's from holding the word of the
0: Lord for so long. <laughs>
1: yep. Okay. Carrying it with them every step of the way. Well let's let's dive into this dude. Alright! Right, <laughs> right <and> now! <clears throat> I, gotta war- I gotta warn- I gotta warn you. Oh no. It's uh... It's a little complicated. Okay. Alright, so just- just- just hold
0: on there. Alright. Take a deep breath. Okay.
1: <clears throat> we'll begin with Sabatai Zevi's early life. Mm-hmm. So Sabatai Zevi was born in Smyrna ah. in 1626, and he's off to a great start. Why? He was born. Uh, that's, that's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. He made it uh, mm-hmm. through that first um, finish line, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Smyrna mm-hmm. is in the Ottoman Empire, and the Ottoman Empire in 1626 is actually beginning to stagnate, Ooh. but not completely. Okay. And I have to say one thing about the Ottoman Empire, because I started reading into it a little bit, because I, I know fucking nothing about it. Yeah. Um, I had a little looksy doodle into the basics of its history, and oh. holy shit, it would make for a great TV show. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, yes. you could just call it the Sultanate, and you've got all the political drama, murder, love affairs, everything. It's, like, amazingly complicated. Just amazing. Yeah, I, I've listened to a couple podcasts that only cover Ottoman history, and it, they're. <laughs> I feel so bad for them, because it's like you have to dance in the dark in a minefield just to understand all the complications of history. Yeah, so, so I mean... It's it's crazy. (laughs) It is absolutely crazy. And I started looking into it because I I was like, alright, I'll go down a rabbit hole to start out with, but Mm -hmm. I I decided not to do that, because I looked at it and I was like holy fuck, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's too much to talk about. There's no way I could ever get to Sabbatai Zevi if I was giving you entirely full context. So I'm just going to give you relevant information as we go along. No background, Great. not yet. Okay. Okay. So Sabbatai Zevi was of Jewish heritage, uh, specifically from the oldest sect of Judaism in European history, and they mm. were known as the Romaniotis. Oh, that, that's a sick name. Yeah. Very sick. Very sick indeed. Like everyone at that time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sabatai's family was actually from Patras, which is in Greece. Okay. And they decided to name Sabatai Sabatai because it literally meant planet Saturn. No, oh, he's got a lot to live up to. But let's let's go. Well, it's perfectly appropriate because he was the size of a planet. All right, <laughs> you're really getting hung up here on his girth. He's and... he's really not fat. He just yeah, looks I fat know. in the one picture, <laughs> which is a wood carving. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, sabotized dad uh, sold chickens for work. Sure. Um, and this was super convenient because at the time. Uh, turkey was at war with Venice, and because they were at war, they needed a lot of chicken. So he made bank. There are so many turkey and chicken jokes that I could make here, but I'm, I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> turkey and venison went to war, so Mordecai Zebi <laughs> sold a bunch of chicken. <laughs> Wait, did you make that joke? Did what?
0: you write that down? Never mind. Go, go on.
1: No, I did. I did not write that down. That was oh, I'm... completely off the cuff. <laughs> you, you have compressed me, sir. <laughs> So anyway, Mordecai, sabbatized dad, <laughs> uh, encouraged old Sabby to study the Talmud, which is a key text of the rabbinic Judaism, containing laws and theology of all and all kinds of things that would bore the average millennial to death in about three seconds. Sure, uh, because it's just like
0: here's what you do when you eat this kind of food. Okay, and you know. Don't do that thing and So it's know, like Buzzfeed
1: all... almost just It's exactly like Buzzfeed okay. The Talmud is the precursor to the Buzz to the to Buzzfeed. Sure. Absolutely. Uh so it would bore all of us, but not sabotage Evi. He got really, really, really into the Talmud. Hmm. Well, that and the Kabbalah, which is like a whole nother country. And I'll, I'll talk about Kabbalah just a little bit, okay? Okay, yeah. I'm, uh, because I read about it for five minutes on myjewishquestions.org or something like that. Uh, so you're an expert. I'm an expert. So mm-hmm. here, here's, here's what I learned, because I'm completely fresh to, like, uh, cult- <laughs> J- Jewish cultural history, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, except for the one guy we covered a while ago. You covered him. I don't remember who he was. Who was that guy? Oh, uh, guy Maccabeus. Oh, Jesus, yeah, Judas Maccabeus. Judas Maccabius. yeah. Yeah, so that that was my basic intro to uh, Jewish history, which right. I, I know, like, next to nothing. Yeah. So this is all very new for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I clicked on this this article on, on Kabbalah, and what I learned is that Kabbalah is basically a Jewish mystic school of thought Ooh. aimed at answering a lot of theological questions and also with a heavy interest in mysticism. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it I, has, I'm on board. Uh, this is a... Yeah, I mean, it's a massive oversimplification because it has evolved through the years. It's not the same thing that it was when, you know, it first became, like, a thing. Yeah. Uh, there was, like, a slight or a secularized version of Kabbalah, you know, years ago or something. People were, like, tying red string around their wrists or something. I, I don't know. Um, but but anyway, so those I'm who are sorry, interested in Kabbalah... Kabbalah based- the,
0: the word Kabbalah just makes me hungry.
1: It sounds like some delicious food, like, that you would dip <laughs> pita in. Hey, hey! Have you ever heard of a donair? No, it's like donut. That's what my parents told me when I told them I was going to make a podcast. They said (laughs) donair. No, I was I was watching Trailer Park Boys because I'm I'm glued to that show, and Mm -hmm. they kept saying the word donair, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I Googled it,
2: Mm -hmm. and it
1: sounds like the most delicious thing on the planet. Ooh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a gyro. Oh. Except it's tomatoes, raw onions, and this special sauce. Okay. And it's in a it's in a pita, and it... oh my god, does it look good? Oh, look it sounds so. good. All I right. don't know if I could find traditional Canadian cuisine here in Texas, but I'm gonna find me a donair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway. sabotage is
1: the the Kabbalah and the. Yeah, yes, right. he's in the he's into Kabbalah, mm-hmm. and people who are in Kabbalah just sat around studying the Torah and other Jewish texts, and you know, tr- basically trying to figure out the universe just by thinking about it, mm-hmm. and maybe performing a magic ritual every now and then. Okay, um, so yeah, young Sabbatai Zevi is a very religiously inclined lad. Uh, he's reading all he can about things like the origins of the universe, original sin, the divine structure of the absolute, which is a very interesting. Very interesting concept. Hmm. Uh, and all those things that most people don't think about for too long a stretch. Otherwise, they go insane. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sabotage Levi, Very, very into religion. So, I don't know.
0: I mean, That's Somebody fine. To say things. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Okay, we, we've covered me? so many of these religious guys. Like, it takes a lot now to, to push me over the edge. Right now, he seems completely normal. Hold on to your dick, sir. Because this uh, is going to take uh, you... Uh, okay. No. <laughs> This is going to This is gonna go absolutely off the fucking chain. Well, like, I'm ready now. Okay. Let's cause, go. Because this is, this, this is nothing. <laughs> this is... Whew, okay. So, because I said we're not going to do any context, we're going to do some context. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, just so we're clear about what's to come. Yeah. Uh, so there's this thing, all right, going around at this period in history called millenarianism. Do you know um, what that means? Uh... Is it uh, the... No, I don't know. Okay, you remember the Millerites? Yes. Okay, they were like the people who were like super ready for Jesus to come back. Like right now, yeah. Yeah, like right now. Um, so, uh, this, is, this is a thing that's going around in Jewish communities in particular here in the 1600s because mm-hmm. there's a lot of persecution going on. Sure. Uh, which we'll get to later. There's uh, wars going on in Buried. Where there's war, there's Jewish persecution. That's just a thing here. Yep. Um, so anyway, people are like suffering horribly, and they're like, "This has to be the end of the world, mm-hmm. right?" So, uh, people of the Jewish persuasion um, are like looking for this guy, and there's also a bunch of uh, charlatans who are pretending to be uh, the returned Messiah, or not the return, but the you know coming oh. Messiah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And there's, there's tons of them, and they get, like, little followings, and then it turns out that they're not, or they're asked to prove their divinity, and they try to do it, and then they can't. Um, and uh, what happens... Right. Go ahead. <laughs> I Where just picture going? these messiahs, like, having having debates against each other, but in a way that's, like, uh, I, I totally lost my train of thought. Just continue. That's fine. I'm just gonna say you might have predicted the future right here. Okay. Um, Because (laughs) there were literally incidents of people like coming together and being like, "I'm the Messiah!" No, I'm the Messiah! No, Mm -hmm. I'm the Messiah! And then they kill each other, and everyone's like, "I guess they weren't the Messiah." (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, So this this charlatanism, you know, causes more problems than you'd think. Uh, Sure. Not only. So, like, there's this there's this whole cultural thing of, like, when some Jews hear about a possible messiah, they go, yeah, sure, we've heard that one before, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, so they don't listen. So that's kind of hard because the people who are really looking for the messiah are kind of like, he's never going to come, and all these guys are charlatans. And so they're getting more and more, like, you know, kind of, like, fatalistic. Like, there is no rescue from these persecutions. It's just never going to happen. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's a problem for everybody, um right. and the Jews in particular are really getting pissed off with these fake messiahs but also the states that they belong to are getting really pissed off because well, these messiahs sure. <laughs> yeah this, these messiahs come back and they're like we don't belong to this country we don't oh. have to follow the laws and so they start breaking all the country's laws saying they're going to take down you know the leadership and replace it Um, And then they eventually get squished, which leads to more Jewish persecution, and it's just a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about this actual Messiah that they're looking for for just a bit. So among the the, uh, promises in Jewish writing about the coming of the actual Messiah, not that Jesus guy is that the Messiah will essentially reconquer fallen Jewish cities, give you everything you want as long as you want it with a righteous heart, and I mean everything. Sure. Uh, Death will no longer be a thing. Everyone's going to come back to life, so, you know, whatever. Uh, And the whole world will go on to to ask this Messiah for answers on all things spiritual, right? So it's just Bernie Sanders holding a machete. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, and like all things religious, there are a million and one points of view about what this guy will actually be like. So mm-hmm. some believe he will be a peaceful, charismatic leader. Others believe he will literally conquer the planet. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's that second one that kind of creates problems in Millenarian movements. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's gonna come back and conquer the planet. Oh God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, so, okay.
1: So, Sabbat- Sabatai is not detached from this, right? He knows all of this is going yeah, on. Yeah, for his sure. Thought, I mean, definitely his neighbors are talking about it, like, when's the Messiah gonna come? Like, yeah. And obviously it's a very big question. Like, when will the Messiah come? And who shall he be? Mm-hmm. And like I said, no one knew. And that was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now I'm just repeating myself a little bit. But like I said, many Messiah claimants, um just held on to that warlike view of who the messiah would be well it's a Um, lot more appealing (laughs) yeah and it's not just other um, religions and people groups uh, who are worried about another Jewish messiah claimant Mm. like I said Jews themselves were extremely leery of anyone who popped up and said they were going to be the messiah or whatever Yeah. Um, Because like I said also, again, it was their blood that got shed when somebody turned out to be a charlatan. For sure. Uh, And if you're in one of those upper class families, like you have an established uh, situation in this country, you don't want more upsets by your own people. You want to keep the status quo. Fuck no. You don't want any of that shit. You're like, hey, I'm over here selling chickens like... Could you just not, could (laughs) you please, could you please not fuck that up? The Turks really like my chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Despite living in Turkey. Yes. Oh, the irony. (laughs) Uh, So again, Sabatai Zivai is completely aware of this cultural thing, um, but here's the thing. Mm -hmm. He's also kind of a weird dude. Yeah. Uh, didn't, yep, yep. didn't see that coming okay yeah get ready so he was super into mysticism right the particularly magical kind of mysticism not like oh it's a holy mystery like let me summon a demon yeah so the dungeons kind of and shit. dragons kind of mysticism yeah like that yeah. kind of shit um, and because it was so weird and so interesting um, he started to get a bit of a following because oh, of this you know this interest of his Um, he also claimed to his followers and to others, anyone who would listen um, that he would often feel he could feel God's presence turning toward him and away from him so like, that's just a rash dude, it's uh, (laughs) just see a doctor put a little witch hazel on that shit and Mm -hmm. call it a day (laughs) so when God turned away from him, he called this a fall Mm. Uh, and when God turned back to him, he called this illumination oh god and when he fell, he basically fell off the planet and vanished for periods of time. All um, right. Yeah. So that some people think that's because he was bipolar. Um, and oh. he was like, he was like really fucking depressed and didn't come out. So it was Jeez. like, he's gone. He had a fall. Oh. Um, but when he was illuminated, as he called it, he got kind of weird and did a bunch of things <laughs> that were unusual for Jews culturally back then. Oh, no. Um, he started performing strange magical rituals. Um, I don't know what that looked like, but that's what he was doing. Okay. He uh, broke Jewish law on purpose, so, like, eating things you're not supposed to eat and saying things oh. like you're not supposed to say. Like, saying so, the name of God in public. Oh, God. Okay. Well. Which, if you know, is, like, strictly forbidden by everyone but, like, the high priest. You can't say the name of God. And there are even rules for that. Like, this is, that's, that's the biggest no-no. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there was one particular incident uh, of this, which we'll get to here in, in just a second. Okay. Um. So he was he was weird, right? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, he was made a rabbi nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Are you know, we... everyone still kind of saw him as that weird guy in the corner. You know, he's over there like cutting a rat open and reading its organs. Yeah. They're like, ah, that's just savvy. It's just yeah. savvy over there. Um, his name was Saturn. That's so interesting. Anyway, so he had, uh, he had his camp followers, right? But there was nothing much going on beyond that, right? Yeah. Not yet. Sure. Oh, God. Um, and what didn't help matters was, uh, like, since he had a following, it didn't help that he and his followers discovered a passage uh, in the Zohar, which is a text on mysticism. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't like they found it and they're like, Eureka! It was like, um... Everybody was sort of popularly finding it like it was like oh there's, here's a here's a passage uh, about uh, the Messiah he's okay. coming back yep. like basically I mean it was basically saying that uh, the Messiah was coming back like right now so everyone got really fucking <laughs> excited <laughs> including Sabbatai Zvi uh, surprising yeah yeah so <sighs> interestingly enough the Jewish leadership actually set a date for the year um, that the Messiah would come back. And that was the year 1648. I don't know anything about that year, so I've uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Well, it's actually <laughs> not this year that matters as much as the next one that I okay. bring up. But okay, This one, uh, 1648, this is when Sabatai Zevi made a bold move that would write his name into the fabric of history forever. Wow, uh, okay. Yep. Go on. Uh, we're done with that section. Oh, this is, oh, is We're sure. moving in. We're moving into his adult life, so should we do a commercial break? Yes. Okay, let's do a commercial break. <clears throat> um, marking. Hey, listeners! Don't you hate it when you sit in your favorite chair and it's not very comfortable? Well, yes. yes! <laughs> okay, I, I, I could. I'll just just <laughs> I go for it. This up so bad. Yeah, just go for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll well, be quiet. D- have I got a product for you? introducing chair tortoise you set the tortoise on the chair and you sit down and his squishy comfortable shell keeps your ass from hurting it's great (laughs) and we're back baby how are you doing so far, James? Feeling I'm doing right? great. Feeling? I'm doing Feeling great. Good. I was gonna, I was about to do a commercial, but you just stole that from me. Like you stole my heart. So let's, let's do it. Do the no. commercial. Do no, the commercial. I will not. James. It's too late. No. <laughs> uh,
0: I didn't even have it in my mind. I just had the product. Oh. You know, you gotta build. You gotta build the the arena to What's place the product? the product in. I'm not. I'm I, not gonna <laughs> tell you
1: <laughs> what. <laughs> You'd be like, no, <laughs> we're moving on. It couldn't be as bad as chair tortoise. Well, it was... <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it some other day. Okay. Yeah, fine. Since you're such a coward. You don't even know. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about sabotage Zvi's adult life, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, according to, like I said, I was on MyJewishLearning.com among other sources because that one might be a tiny bit like biased (laughs) okay (laughs) um that's like if i went on mymormonlearning.com and like didn't source check it i mean yeah compare compare some sources so but this is the one that i that i one of the resources that i used uh, sure to to get little bits of this story Mm -hmm. so like I said, according to myjewishlearning.com, 1648 was the year that Sabbatai Zevi made his proclamation that he was indeed the coming Messiah. Oh, wow, there it is. Just there. Yep, just like the that. Open. Okay. Yep. So, <clears throat> nobody really took notice though <laughs> because <laughs> he was the weird guy in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he probably claimed he was the Messiah 10 times before breakfast. So, mm-hmm. You know, But anyway, he got word that 1648 was the year, and he's like, oh my god, it's 1648, I could be the guy. Oh god. And then it, then it was, you know, he was like, oh, I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, his, his, his fellow Jews all around him only did their double take when he stepped out into the streets and said aloud, like I said, the name of the Jewish god. Oh wow. Yahweh. Hmm. Everyone says Yahweh, but I think it's Yahweh. Actually, yes it is, Yahweh. Uh, but anyway, he's done this before. Um, but this time he was doing it and also claiming that he was allowed to say it because he was actually the Messiah. So he's like, ah, I didn't break any rules. I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yahweh. The old Jesus <laughs> act. Yeah. 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 Um, so then he also claimed he could fly. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like and when this his, guy. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, and when his friends asked him to prove it, guess what he said, James. You first? I, um, sure. <laughs> uh, come fly with me. No, he said okay. they weren't worthy to see such a miracle. Now, Classic. there's a man who knows how to do it. That, yep. what a guy. <laughs> uh, liar, lunatic, or lord. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Take that least Rube. trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God! Is Lee Strobel dead? No, he can't not. be still he, not. he is the Lord. I can't wait to cover him. Okay, <laughs> so uh, you know, he said he could fly. Couldn't prove it. Most people shrugged it off in Smyrna because they were used to this. Uh, people did this all the time. <laughs> <Are you> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, however, because because of the way human beings worked, some people actually did believe him. Oh mm-hmm. well, I have no idea why like no proof, no nothing he just he was saying the forbidden words and saying he could do it because he was the Messiah. Um, but the other rabbis are huh. not having it because you know he's doing all this crazy shit so yeah <laughs> um, he basically, he gets kicked out of town when he's 22 um, and he and his followers just kind of wander about uh, traveling hmm. through the wilderness of Greece and Turkey. Um, as Sabbatai had visions of God speaking to him from on high, you know. Yeah. This is yep. so... This, I mean, this is Joseph it's, Smith. Before oh, Joseph yeah, Smith class. was Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, eventually the lads arrived in Constantinople, where they continued to do their crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sabbatai met another rabbi who really, really really wanted to believe that Sabbatai was the Messiah. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I don't know if it was entirely the persecution, because these cities didn't really have huge problems with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they really wanted the Messiah to come back. Like, it had been 1,600 years since Jesus, and, you know, they wanted to prove him wrong, so they're like... uh, And, you know, uh, countries are, like, trying to realize Christendom around this point, and it's like, God, you know...
0: You get it. Uh, I don't. That's why I asked, but sure.
1: Did I I say something stupid? No. Okay. Never. Never. (laughs) That's what this rabbi said to Sabbatai. You've never said anything (laughs) stupid. (laughs) So this rabbi Mm -hmm. wants to believe uh, that he's the Messiah so much that he forges a document uh, that was meant to look super old, which was supposed to look like a piece of prophecy from way back in the day that named oh. Sabbatai Zevi as Aslan himself. Oh, boy. Um, the, you know, the actual messiah, so this uh-huh. is getting kind of real. Um, and Sabbatai takes this thing and starts waving around, it, waving it around like it's proof. Put uh, those golden sort of... plates down. I, I mean, old, <laughs> old manuscripts. <laughs> Yes, uh, this is sort of like writing a badge number on a post-it and arresting people. (laughs) (laughs) Citizens arrest! You're expecting people to believe you're a cop, but also you're a cop who is (laughs) God! So, uh, I don't know. (laughs) No, yeah, I I get it. So far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) So he starts performing magic acts for people in Salonika... Um, and he got a lot of new Twitter followers out of this. Nice. Um, so the rabbis of Salonika are like, this dude is nuts. And so they <laughs> kick him out naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at this point he goes back to hitting the useless bastard trail. Um, just wandering between many of the largest cities of the day, including Alexandria, Athens, and Jerusalem. Wow. But one day he's, he's driving his little cult mobile through the desert and <laughs> sees Cairo. And he taps the brakes and lowers his sunglasses, and all his followers go, is this it? And he goes, this is it, baby. So they pull over. (laughs) (laughs) And here in Cairo, he makes friends with a guy named Raphael. And Raphael is just the most Jewish lad you could expect to find. Mm -hmm. By that, I mean, like, very zealous, super into the religion. Yeah. like, this was a guy who beat himself with a scourge every night to purge himself of his sins. Oh, God. Um, he was constantly fasting. Fasting. This guy was pious as fuck. Yeah. Um, and, and he was also mega rich because he was a tax collector for the Ottoman government. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. And Raphael's like, yeah, this really religious dude named Sabbatai, I'm going to pay for his cruise. Also, mm. he's the Messiah. <laughs> So Mr. Raphael uh, gives uh, Sabbatai the financial support he needs to become full-on David Miscavige. Oh no! Uh, so he goes, of course, to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. uh, where he gets even more religious. Sh- well, because uh, anyone probably, does, <laughs> right? I mean, probably taking you know, uh, taking bits of Raphael's um, you know playbook or whatever, and like hey this guy looks super pious people respect him maybe i could do that so he's Mm. like regularly fasting for super long periods of time and basically convincing all of his followers that he's just mr piety right yes so he's also a great singer (laughs) (laughs) of course so he sometimes spends entire nights singing psalms to the lord Sure, Um, and also Spanish love songs for some reason because he claimed they were actually about God (laughs) what's the difference yeah seriously (laughs) yeah I I might be with him there Spanish love songs are actually all theological (laughs) so I have no numbers on how many followers he had at this time wish I did but I don't Uh, but he was doing like some super cool campaign-y shit so like here's a classic during the daytime he would give candy to children in the streets oh no (laughs) <laughs> that's how we got to grow our following, dude. <laughs> Jewish Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. oh uh, all right. It, uh, okay, that this, so 11. that's oh. his first plan. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's creepy, but, you know, this is how he got uh, parents and children on his side. Okay. So he was also deeply concerned with the heavy taxes on Jerusalem at the hands of the Ottomans. Well, I mean, but his buddy is an Ottoman tax collector. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. He's literally I mean, being funded by him. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, but you know, this is all to this is all for public face, right? So he starts telling people like, "These taxes are ridiculous." Hey, all right. So, he gets himself to a place where he actually convinces his sponsor, Raphael, to actually pay off Jerusalem's backlog of taxes. This is so... alright. It's (laughs) topsy-turvy. I I know, I know. So, Um, we're getting a uh, a, uh, a tax collector to pay other tax collectors because the taxes are too high. Is that... Uh, Yes, that is Uh basically it. (laughs) Man, okay. Yeah. But I mean, Raphael's the tax collector in-, in Cairo. He's not tax collector. I, uh, yeah, in I, I understand
0: that, but it's it's still just okay. Well, sure.
1: Well, anyway, so this makes this makes Sabatai Zevi a very very popular dude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, "Hey, we're not going to get invaded by the Ottomans now because <laughs> mm-hmm. we didn't because we paid off our tax bill." Mm-hmm. Um, so while he's in Cairo, Sabatai hears there's some girl in Amsterdam named Sarah. Uh, that she's claiming, uh, and she's claiming that one day she's going to marry the Messiah. Oh, no. Now, okay. you know how I mentioned all this Jewish persecution that was going on? Yeah. Uh, I'm about to say some shit that's, uh, really going to make me look bad, so just please just <laughs> bear with me. Okay. Um, so she's a survivor of these massacres committed by, uh, Cossacks in Poland. Mm. Um, where they were just, like just burning entire towns to the ground Jewish towns in particular oh, uh, it's all very complicated uh, but we're just going to say that a lot of people died to big war because historians can't seem to agree on how bad this was that's the part that's going to make me look bad uh. um, because early estimates on the death toll um, that were you know the death toll perpetrated on the Jewish community were as many as 100,000 right um, and this was later found to be impossible um, by the Hebrew University uh, because the entire population of Poland only accounted for 50,000 Jews at the time. Hmm. Uh, and you can go read about this. Like, in this particular ma- massacre, I can't remember exactly what it was called. It was some crazy Polish name. Um, but it was like, for in the 60s, it was like 100,000, and then later on, Hebrew University comes out, and they're like, hey, it was like 10,000 to 12,000. Yeah. And then some other people come back and they're like, no, it was definitely 100,000. So it's like, there's a lot of contention about how many people were right. killed in these massacres. The point is, um, lots of Jews felt, were leaving Poland. Uh, well, be- because this understandably. Was yeah. Right. Uh, and Sarah, uh, she's a, she's one of these survivors. Um, mm-hmm. And she's moved to Am- Amsterdam and she's working in the red light district, which, you know, uh. that's just fucking sad. Um, but she's yeah. also telling people that she's going to marry the Messiah. So it's all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, what could a... I... Yeah, sure. <laughs> Couldn't possibly go wrong. So Sabatai hears about this girl and he's like, I actually had a dream about her a while back, so it uh-huh. must be real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he just sends some of his lads to get her. Uh, they bring her back and the happy couple get married. Just uh, like that. All right. Yeah. Sure. Because he's a Messiah claimant and she's a Messiah marrying claimant. And they're like, this is going to work. I think this business relationship is going to get a pay off, mm-hmm. and it added a an element to sabotage mission. You might call it um, that. Was like, oh look, you know, like women can do this too, and like she was really pretty. So you know, oh. they were like, oh, she's got to be, you know, the one who would marry the Messiah, and she had a she had a background, and um, uh, they called they said the, there was a prophecy or something like that that the Messiah was going to marry a quote wife of whoredom, hmm. um, so. Yeah, he's using her as further confirmation that he's the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also known for being a little eccentric, too. Um, uh, that doesn't j- surprise me. <laughs> so they get along. Yeah. Um, she's into mysticism and, you know. But, like, I mean, who wouldn't be after seeing your family get massacred by Cossacks? <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. good point. So Sabbatai and his new wife go back to Jerusalem. And on his way, he meets a guy called Nathan of Gaza who is Mm -hmm. another Kabbalist. And it's a good thing, too, because Sabatai has been on a fall for a while now. Um, He's been just kind of depressed. Not everything's going great. So Nathan tries to offer some mystical healing. And we're actually not sure (laughs) if it worked or not. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, hey bro, here's some CBD. That'll help you with your depression. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, Nathan of Gaza became damn convinced that Sabatai was indeed the Messiah. Interesting. this Man guy must leave. have
0: been charismatic as hell. Oh, Sabbatai, oh. that is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: You're j- just you wait. Okay. Uh, just just you wait. Uh so yeah, Nathan was convinced that Sabbatai was the Messiah basically because he had a trippy acid dream about it. Um mm-hmm. and so in 1665 Nathan announced publicly that the, that Sabatai was the Messiah after all and there was like no doubt about it. He is mm-hmm. he is the one, you know. Move over Jesus. Yep. Sabbatai's in town. and he wants a butter sandwich (laughs) yeah so sabotage popularity takes off in a new way after this Hmm. Um, you know with you've got people publicly announcing like this is the guy this is the guy and you're like hearing from afar there's like the the messiah's here the messiah's here you know you're picking through the ashes of your town you know (laughs) it's like oh thank god like finally it's over (laughs) So most rabbis, though, who know about him immediately write dissenting letters and writs of excommunication and banishment from Jerusalem. Oh wow. Um, but that didn't work on the other messiahs, you know, so <laughs> sabotage probably gonna be sabbathine fine, you know what I mean? <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so here's the deal. All right, and this is oh god. Nathan and Sabbatai basically start a Jewish Great Awakening. Hmm. Um, people are fasting and selling their possessions and all that good <laughs> shit, preparing the way of the Lord. Oh, um, oh, and oh, that God. September, Sabbatai claims he's going to take the Turkish sultan's place as ruler and make the sultan basically his footstool for oh. combo. Oh, he's going to make the Ottoman into an Ottoman, huh? There it is, ladies and gentlemen, the worst joke. <laughs> yep. Um. Yep. So, yeah, uh, you know how we started? You remember how we started? Yes. T- talking about how this goes. Here's something super interesting. I'm going to tie something to Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith ran for president, okay? Yes, he did. He thought he was going to take over the world. Mm-hmm. He had plans to take over the world. Bryce told us all about this. Yeah. And that's what this guy's doing. It's a tale as old as time. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So anyway, <clears throat> then Sabatai says he's going to bring back the lost tribes of Israel, um, and in the meantime <laughs> Moses will have resurrected from the dead, gotten busy with his resurrected wife, had a new daughter, and then Zevi would marry Moses's daughter. I think okay. I, I and according to Zevi's calculations, this marriage would really piss off the former sultan. So the sultan would start a war that would essentially end the world. All right. Is this crazy enough yet? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, like, at this point, Zevai's caused enough problems in Jerusalem, um, and people are getting pretty pissed at him, particularly the rabbis. They're like, you fucking idiot. Like, you're not the messiah. And he's like, yes, I am. And they're like, fuck you. Here's the excommunication.. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he goes off to Smyrna and then Aleppo, Mm-hmm. Um, where he's met with a throng of crazy fans. Mm. Um, and then he goes back to Smyrna again. And then proceeds to announce once again to everyone that he is the Messiah. You know, he's not done saying it. He's like, Yeah, ah. if you haven't heard it before. Yeah, everything's hey, be put all light. your chips in. I kind of respect <laughs> that. Yeah, all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all in. Like, mm-hmm. just no bullshit. I'm the Messiah. I'm going to take over the Ottoman Empire. I'm going to literally use the Ottoman, uh, Ottoman Sultan as a servant, like, my god. Mm -hmm. So, the difference about this announcement um, is that this time he does it in a synagogue. Which can go one of two ways. One, total blasphemy, uh, and, you know, you get stoned or something. And then the other is the way it actually did go, is that Uh people get so thrilled they start blasting their horns and shouting things like, Long live our King, our Messiah. Wait, do you bring your horn to the synagogue just in case? Well, there's holy horns there or something. Oh, okay. I I I was thinking like everyone had a horn just in case that that day, that Sabbath. The Holy Trumpet of Antioch. (laughs) Yeah. No, they're like holy horns that only get blown at specific times, during specific days. You know, they're ritualistic, celebratory things. So, for them to be pulled out and blown in the presence of this guy. Can you stop? Oh, uh, yeah. What? No, never mind. Oh, come on, add something. I'm just talking like crazy. No, you're good. Oh, damn it. All right. Next time you want to say something, though, just interrupt me. There's someone knocking on my apartment door. Oh, God. I'm going to be evicted. All right, so, go on. (laughs) You're not going to answer the door? (laughs) I should probably answer the door. You should answer the door. (laughs) I'll be right back. All right. God damn oh, God. Oh. What are you doing? I'm watching it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> yourself. <laughs> we are going to get a copyright strike just for this music. Oh, God. You didn't even see the end. There's like that stolen joke from over the hedge where he's moving so fast he freezes time. No. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Sorry. Who was at the door? Uh, wrong. Wrong number. Okay, so where we left off was that they were, they were tooting their their sacred horns and shouting things like, long live our king, our messiah, right? Yes. Yep. So this is no small deal. <laughs> um, it's not. It's really not. And, yeah. you know, the Jews at the time, you know, largely feel... Um, dispossessed and angry and you know of course they do because they're basically getting kicked around all over the place yeah um so they're like this guy you know whether honestly my opinion is like the pragmatic rabbis were like hey whether he's the messiah or not it's good this for could be some this could be something big yeah. yeah like it's good for morale we might actually get some power back you know yeah so he basically Zvi takes uh, basically takes over smyrna Um oh god okay and what does a cult leader do when they to- take political power of a city, James? Uh well. It's, John it's, Van Luyden. It's going to get pretty tyrannical pretty fast. Yep, he's just expelling people mm. <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> okay. um, he got rid of all the rabbis and Jews who would not recognize him as the god emperor of the universe that he claimed to be. Sure. Um, you know, just like kicked him out. I don't think he killed anybody, but we do know oh. he kicked people out. Uh, you know, these sensible rabbis are just, like, out, outside the gates. Like, what the fuck, dude? Come on! <laughs> yeah. You, people, He's he doesn't even look like a messiah. Like, he's kind of ugly. <laughs> I didn't blow my horn, and now I am outside of the city. Like, come on. And I, I got a hot pocket in the microwave. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. I got cod on paws. Just... <laughs> So, okay, so, like, after Smyrna falls to sabotage <laughs> Zvi, this thing just blows up. Even Christians are starting to listen to this Zvi dude. Oh, man. They're like, hey, look, maybe Jesus wasn't... Th- it has been 1,600 years. He hasn't come back. So maybe, like, maybe this guy is the real yeah. deal. Um, so reports and stories are going around. Someone's, you know, people are seeing Elijah everywhere. Like, they see him walking his dog <laughs> near the synagogue, you know, like... Someone saw a ship in Scotland that was manned by all what? Hebrew-speaking men and was bearing a flag marked the Twelve Tribes of Israel. <laughs> what? I'm not making this up. <laughs> I want to create a boat that looks like that just to confuse the hell out of people. Oh, and all the ropes and the sail, every every bit of cloth on there was actually silk. Like, it was... Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that seems not too practical. I, I know, but like, it's expensive, so they gotta yeah. be the lost tribe of Israel. <laughs> oh, that sounded like a Jew joke. Can we cut that out? <laughs> Woo, lad. <laughs> so, Jews from all over Europe are just, like, packing up and moving to gaza because one of the things that messiah the messiah is going to bring in is these you know they're going to return the land to the people the jews are going to have their own place to stay you know it's going to be the israel of the day right sure Uh, and this was prophesied about all the time you know way back they were like they're going to be reunited in a new land and it's going to be the new jerusalem Mm -hmm. um you know so they go there and just kind of wait for this new city to fall out of the sky and you know just like not squish anybody but definitely be there like do you remember what the New Jerusalem is said to look like? Uh, Yeah, Atlanta, but with less homeless people. Yes. Um, also like a giant golden box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Oh, and here, here's the kicker, all right? Mm-hmm. Here's the kicker. This is all happening in 1666. <laughs> all right, so 666. <laughs> yeah. This is the year that many Christians believe Christ would return. Oh, well, um, all right. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> the Christians are going oh, maybe he came back uh, yeah. maybe he's back so it's like causing a lot of like strife in like all of the major religions <laughs> Oh, jeez okay so then Sabbatai Zevi does something one must never do and he orders <laughs> Jewish law literally out of existence um, because according to the Talmud when the Messiah returns they are, there are no longer any reasons to act like a holy person um, hmm. It's sort of like in the Bible when Paul proclaimed that there was like no need to be like kosher about what you were eating or whatever. Sure, uh, that was Paul, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think yeah. so. I don't know. Yeah, I think that was Paul. Whatever. So he he he's like, hey, the the uh, the Jewish laws and traditions we've been following no longer a thing. Um, but some speculate that this is also he got rid of these laws, uh, particularly because his birthday fell on a holy day and he wanted to celebrate with wine and song. <laughs> hey and
0: okay could, that's a really human reason
1: it's good it's, uh, like, sure like let's abolish thousands of years of religious traditions so sabbatai can have a whiskey so this is why no yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> that <laughs> just, is human history <laughs> yeah So then he also declares that every holy day, which was, you know, usually celebrated with fasting and and reverence, Mm. are now Mm -hmm. feast days. Oh. So now they're going to have a big fucking party all the time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So the problem's solved. Um, His birthday is saved. (laughs) Uh, And rabbis who oppose this, you know, like, hey, like, we've been doing this for thousands of years. I really don't buy this. Like, they were rooted out and straight up persecuted by sabotaged loyalists. uh, Because, of course. Yep. And then Sabatai has another vision. <laughs> okay. Another vision. Uh, he envisions himself in Constantinople, taking the crown from the Sultan and putting it on his own goddamn perfect head. Dear God. Okay. <laughs> I know. This is great. <laughs> I know. It just gets better and better. Well, and I can't um, imagine because most of the Ottomans are are Muslims, and they got to be looking at this like, oh my God, what what? fools <laughs> like kind of a little bit like uh oh <laughs> like true <laughs> the yeah. Ottomans are in power they've got an empire that they've you know spent forever establishing and there's this looks like another uprising you know there have already been revolts from Jew uh, Jewish uh, Messiah claimants mm-hmm. um, and so this just looks like old news they're like oh my god come on but
0: Thanks. it would be a little scary if Jews and Christians were both
1: getting on board like uh-huh. that's oh okay oh, yeah. uh-oh. yikes uh oh <laughs> Um, so they're, like, kind of waiting for him, and mm-hmm. he's, he's had this vision about, you know, taking the crown in Constantinople. So, of course, he just goes there. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes to Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> and when he arrives, the Ottomans immediately arrest him, because you don't just get to say you're gonna take the crown from the sultan and walk away like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> so, he sits in prison for two months. Um, but he's not really suffering because his supporters uh, bribed all the guards and they sent him nice shit. So, like, there are drawings of him, like, sitting on a throne in prison, like, oh. with carpets and, and, you know, silk and robes. and Nice. You know, a crown of his own. So he's got it good in this prison. And mm-hmm. the Ottomans are just like, all right, whatever. At least he's not out there causing problems right now. Yeah. Um, so then they decide to move him to a much larger prison, which was a state prison. Mm. Um, where he slaughters a lamb for Passover uh, and eats it with the fat, which, of course, is an abomination in Jewish Mm. law. Mm -hmm. So, like, people who are... I mean, the people who are following him are seeing, you know, these traditions, like... That, honestly, for them, probably felt a little oppressive. Mm. Um, And and they're seeing this guy, like, just like, hey, we're gonna gonna cook this meat in the fat and it's gonna be delicious. Mm -hmm. And so they do, and it's like... You know, there was probably something like a a little little tinge of of, uh, the taboo in this kind of thing. Sure. But but also like an enjoyment of celebrating the taboo. Like, oh, for God's sake. I've been doing this my whole life. You know, this whole religious structure has run my life, and now I get to eat the fat. Fuck them, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So there's there's definitely something to that. Hmm. Um, And and personally, I felt that when I started... um, you know, doing my bullshit. Eating fat. about yeah, yeah. Eating my fat. Uh, mm-hmm. No, like when I, I got a little tinge of pleasure out of doing the things I wasn't supposed to do, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. which, you know, you feel rotten about it later, but at the time, God, does it feel good? So uh, anyway, in the meantime, people are still waiting for the coming of the kingdom of God because the Messiah precedes, you know, the coming of the kingdom of God. Like, there were mm. Jewish people literally taking off the roofs of their houses to await the return of the Lord. Uh, so, okay, so you can the, just see him coming down. Yeah, you won't miss it. You know, you're not going to be yeah. making your afternoon tea, you know, like steeping that shit and, then, "Oh shit, it's here. I missed it." No, you're mm. going to be ready. You're going to mm-hmm. see it come coming. You're going to have that tea in a tumbler with a lid and everything. So, Yeah. Um, Sabbatai's name starts getting scrawled into the walls and shit of every synagogue. <laughs> Just like Sabbatai, you know, is is the Messiah. You know, it's graffiti, basically. Yeah. Every worshiper is praying for Sabbatai in prison, but also praying in Sabbatai's name. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and it gets to the point where Jews are getting so wound up about the coming of the new Messiah and also starting little plots to rebel Mm. Um, that an emir in Morocco literally ordered the persecution of local Jews. Hmm. Like they were, this emir was like, uh, and also in Morocco, right? Like this yeah. is, this stretches from Amsterdam to Morocco, you know? And hmm. like, fuck, this is not a small deal. Um, Yo. in fact, I can't even believe I've never heard of it before. Um, cause this was, this was a, this was a phenomenon, um, of massive proportions like within a few years sabbatai is like oh oh not just like there's a crazy guy who says he's the messiah it's like okay it's a little bit like bernie sanders i know we talked about it and joked about it earlier but for just some reason (laughs) it for just some reason he's really connecting with the people um yeah and uh you know it's hard to see exactly why and you know and then you start talking to a bernie supporter and you're like oh i I, kinda, I, I get it. Sure. Sure. And then there's like 30 of them <laughs> in your room. And, you uh-huh. know, they're saying feel the burn and sending you memes of Bernie Sanders face on the, you know, on a Phoenix or something like that. And, yeah. Um, so anyway, there's this one prophet in Poland. Of course. Um, who's announced the coming of the Messiah. And he's like, Hey, like, um, I announced this a while back. Like, you know, cool. And sabotage, like, I want to see this guy. I want to meet him. Mm. And the prophet comes over and he's like, oh, my God, you are so not it. Like, oh.
2: <laughs> like oh. dude,
1: you are not the fucking Messiah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Sabbatai angrily sends him away. Uh, and this dude, I think his name was Nehemiah, um, he goes to the sultan, mm-hmm. straight to the sultan. He pretends to be a Muslim in order to get past the fucking door. Sure. Um, and tells Mehmed IV that Sabbatai is going to try and take his crown. mm and Mehmed says, meh, and has Sabatai brought before the vizier with special orders. Oh. Um, so the vizier tells Sabatai that he's got three roads he can take to unfuck this situation. Okay. <laughs> uh, one, he can simply choose to be impaled, which is, you know, a great option. <laughs> he's like, uh, what's what, before I choose, what's door number two and three? Uh, yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. Can you put that spear down just for a second? Go on, yeah. Oh, oh. Stop poking we thought, me. No. <laughs> we thought that would be the one you wanted. <laughs> um, and honestly, it might have been the best one. Uh, oh, but... no. <laughs> so the second one is he can face a trial of divinity. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all this all this is is he just has to stand downrange of a bunch of archers and survive a volley of arrows. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and if the arrows miss, he's proven to be the Messiah. And oh. that's completely fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, thou shalt not test the Lord, so clearly, clearly he can't do this one. Oh, okay. Um, Third, he can convert to Islam. Oh, sure, there There it is. There's your little escape door. Yeah, of course, uh, Sabbatai Zevi, the messiah of both Jew and Gentile, happily agrees (laughs) because he's a fucking fake. Yeah. Oh, wow. He goes... He's so funny. He, like, leaves that day in Jewish regalia and comes back the next day with a whole new set of clothes. Oh,
0: and, God. <laughs> and, like,
1: changes into a Muslim wow. or Ottoman garb or whatever. Uh-huh. Traditional garb. Right in front of the sultan. And he's like, I've done it. See, this is all it takes, right? <laughs> so the sultan's like... This guy's so good. <laughs> he makes him his personal doorman. Yes! <laughs> and gave him a very, very hefty salary for it. <laughs> um, and of course, many of his followers were like, Oh shit, well, I guess we're going to convert to Islam too. So they oh, do. Oh god, okay. And his own wife, who was going to marry the Messiah, converts as well. Hmm. But Zevi had to marry another woman just to prove he was down with the whole Islam thing. So that kind of sucks for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, sabotage conversion to Islam was, of course, a substantial blow to this whole messianic freakout thing. Yep. Um, you know, people, have, people were really counting on this guy, and now he, like, literally became a Muslim. Yeah. Like, I, I can't think of, like, a bigger betrayal. Like, that is a top-ten anime betrayal right there. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> holy fuck. Um... So, but but people, you know, are still convinced he's the Messiah. They're like, oh, oh, shit. So he becomes- it's all part of the plan. Yeah, and he said something like, now he was a son of, uh, what's that fucker from the Ark? Um, Noah? No, his sons. One of his sons. Shem, Misham. Japheth. No, those are, the, those are the guys who were thrown in the first. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever, he says he's Pam. the son of one of, the, ha- I can't remember. But he says he's the son of some guy who was, a you know, Allegedly, the the direct line to Islam. Oh, isn't that Ishmael? Ishmael, that's it. He was the son of Ishmael, something like that. Okay. Um, He's like he's just saying, if I must become a son of Ishmael, then I will become a son of Ishmael in order Mm -hmm. to bring back the New Jerusalem. Um. So yeah, people are like, "Uh, okay, like, do we convert to Islam? Do we stay Jews? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um. And like they're confused as fuck because like, come on. Yeah. But he so he can't undo it all. Like he may have saved his own ass. Um. But, like, he had worked up a massive bill, uh, realized it a little too late. Like, maybe when people were taking the roofs off their goddamn houses, he should have stopped, but no. Like, <laughs> you would think he would have said, Oh, no, I'm absolutely going to die at the end of this road. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, even Joseph Smith wasn't this much of a coward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. And, like, I mean, like I said, unlike Joseph Smith, Zevi was a massive coward. And it, like, it goes deep, baby. It goes really, really deep. Yes. Um, so when someone says, hey, we'll pay this massive bill you've built up, all you have to do is fuck over your people one more time in a massive and stunning way, what's he going to do? He's going to fuck those people over. Great. And then he becomes, like, this chameleon, pretending in the presence of Jews that he's still, like, low-key the Messiah and totally Jewish. But with his Muslim friends at all the Muslim parties, he's like, fuck the Jews. Jesus. (laughs) Like, just straight up, like, disparaging them uh, as a people group to his Muslim friends. He even endorsed a book that made the claim uh, that his conversion to Islam was a fake-out move in an attempt to convert (laughs) a large number of Muslims to Judaism. But then he told the sultan the exact opposite thing, that he was trying to convert Jews to Islam. The, he, the walls are closing in. <laughs> and he's closing them in himself. He's like, yeah. he's pushing the buttons. He's like, yeah. squish me, please. <laughs> so the uh. bill was paid, but he was such a fucking asshole that he started to rack up an entirely new bill. Uh, uh. What a dick. <laughs> so even the Sultan, who was like seeing this guy as kind of a funny little story, he's like, this guy is the actual worst. Uh, right. So he fires Sabbatai from his doorman job uh, and banishes him to Constantinople. Okay. At which point, at which point he goes to the synagogue and starts singing with the Jewish worshipers. Sabbatai does. Yes. Yes. Okay everyone cringes super hard <laughs> Muslims Jews and Christians are finally united around one thing Oh, in yes. the end of all this at the end of this road they can all agree, agree on one thing Sabatai Zevi is an ass of intolerable proportions <laughs> so he, he gets banned from Constantinople <laughs> get the fuck out yeah And he goes and lives in this dinky town in modern-day Montenegro. Okay. Uh, And at one time, he wrote into a Jewish community and requested some religious texts. Yes. But they were like, nah, you're an absolute slab. Fuck you and your books. Yeah. So Sabatai became increasingly isolated. Go figure. (laughs) Um, His movement still existed, but it was now operating without him. Um. Odd. <laughs> yeah they're like he's still he's still the messiah uh, where is he by the way vacation he'll in be Montenegro. back negro yeah like, okay But <laughs> uh, we've kind of reached the end of his story um because in this little town he just kind of dies how oh. um and his movement still lives today but it's very small really uh, it has a different really? name i can't remember what it's called yeah as it has a different name and like ten thousand adherents or something like that huh. or maybe a hundred thousand i can't remember um, anyway, so it basically operates like a Muslim cult um, hmm. with adherents posing as Muslims in public and practicing bonus mystical Jewish traditions in secret. It's, all right, fair enough. Yeah, so they're still around a little bit. Um, <laughs> but can you believe that? That's that, all right. It's a train wreck. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a bullet train crashing into an oil rig train wreck like mm-hmm. it should never have happened but when it did everybody was like jesus <laughs> <laughs> that <didn't>... wasn't jesus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep <laughs> holy god oh man oh, oh. boy <laughs> wow so anyway i don't know if you have any reaction or thoughts on that because i've been talking
0: i kind of wish you had gotten
1: an impaled. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody kind of wishes that. Yeah. Bring in Vlad. Oh, man. Massive coward. Oh, yeah. Couldn't pick a side, you know, behind everyone's back. Like, that's how you isolate yourself. You know, that's that's not even being a fence sitter. That's like it's like sitting on the fence and shooting everyone on the other side. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> got a potato gun. They're foot. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? He should get involved with American politics. He would fit right in. Oh, yeah. In, in so many ways. <laughs> yep. Uh, I might just write him in for the next election. I think I will, too. <laughs> Sabotage who the hell is that? Well, we'll just throw the, bur- the vote to Bernie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, so that's all I got. That's all yep. I got, but I, I I couldn't wait to share that story with you. Wow. Just... Yeah. <sighs> wow. I, I don't really have much to say. <laughs> it's just, it's the same story again and again, and i think that's why history sort of rhymes you know it's like the names are all changed the characters are all a little different but um and that's that's have you ever heard the simulation argument on that no like the fact that history repeats it's yeah it's it's it takes up uh less processing power to have a cycle and to have formulas and programs okay so that's a that's an argument for the simulation but i you know i still don't i still don't buy that but I I just think people are stupid today, stupid tomorrow, and we're stupid yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, anyway, on that kind of mean note, shall we head to the surface? Yeah, let's go. All right!
0: So, James, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do for the rest of the day? Hmm. Well, I'm going to support you. Definitely. I'll I'll be your uh I will be your Ottoman Cairo tax collector. Let's
1: That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let you fill out the uh the rest of the blanks. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to convert to Islam. Okay. Uh to save my own neck. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to bring the show to an end for today. If, after all that bullshit, you discover that you hate us, you're probably right, but also consider funding the show by either becoming a Patreon or a Patron on Patreon.com, or if Patreon is not your thing, drop us a little tip in our digital tip jar. That's dipital, 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 digital tip com slash we talk about dead people. Um, we mentioned in our last episode that we're trying to move away from Patreon because it is because it is like literally one of the worst platforms ever. Um, so if you want to contribute through dig, digital tip jar, we would almost prefer that. Um we are your podcast, Baristas. Do you tip your Baristas? I thought so. Our cover up was created by Ian Patterson of Ian Patterson Illustration. You can view more of his wonderfully whimsical work at www.ipattersonillustration.com. With all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds. The sounds? The sounds? What the hell is happening? The sounds me, of sand. The sounds of sand? Yeah. S- yeah? Here's what you said. Sands. Sand. What if the sounds of, what, the sounds of sound sand play out? During
0: the rule of Mehmed IV, a religious leader emerged from the sands of time known as Sabbatai Zivai. Claiming to be the Messiah, Sabbatai started a movement against the Ottoman Empire. Now, he confronts the Sultan himself to prove that he is God. In your Honor. Uh, I uh, I'm speaking. I am Sabbatai Zivai, and I will have you know that I am the God of the universe. Oh my god, not this again. I'm so tired of these messiahs just coming in and That's right. That's right, it's me. And I'm back here in Constantinople, and I am God. Well, I uh, hear this hear this now the proclamation from the Lord your God. I uh, will make you in ottoman into <gasps> a footstool. Uh, uh, uh I don't know how I feel about this plan. Uh, who are you again, your Sabbatai? My Fitz is on your faces. Yes, uh, Sabotage. Sabbatai. <laughs>